Greetings, this is Carl. I've been exploring the subject of doing scary things for a couple of years now, and am really fascinated by scary things, you know, things that we feel, particularly in the context of work, you know, and, and maybe even more specifically in the context of doing meaningful work. I've been exploring this idea of scary, right? How we let fear get in the way when we want to release a project. We want to write that book or make a comment in a meeting or, you know, whatever it is, volunteer for a position at church or in our, or in our community. Whatever it is, we let fear or we, we let fear get in the way and we get scared and we don't do scary things. And I was having a conversation with this about a friend, uh, sorry, about this with a friend of mine. His name's Dallas Hartwig. You may have read one of his books. Uh, it starts with food or the Whole30. You may have been, you may have taken the Whole30 program. You know, Dallas does a lot of really public work. And we were talking about how it's not particularly scary anymore. That, you know, the imposter syndrome still lurks around every corner. Fear is still around. But we're not talking about, like, debilitating fear. So, and, and then I was telling him about how I, one of the things I kind of have become addicted to and really love is being in the deep end, right? Like, steep learning curves, learning new things, and particularly things that might be kind of scary, like feeling like a beginner and all that comes with it. And Lately, I've been learning to surf ski, and I'll give you a quick description. I mean, it's like a really long, super skinny kayak that you sit on top of. If you want to see them, just type in epic surf skis, and you'll see what surf skis are. But they're super unstable. If you're like me, I mean, maybe other people are really good at it. I don't know, but I, I was on one for an hour, and I probably fell off 50 times. And then there's other people, and I was in flat water, and then there's other people I watch out in the ocean in completely choppy, rough, crazy water on more advanced skis, like even, even less stable skis that are able to stay up on them. So I've been learning, and I was telling Dallas, like, you know, it was awesome to feel like a beginner again, like I was in over my head, and it was scary. And Dallas was just like, dude, get out of here. That is not scary. Like, that does not count as scary. And that led to this really cool conversation. And this is the point. It's so fascinating to me that there are things in our work that might be scary for us. And I'm not talking about in like, I knew I wasn't going to die, right? In the surf ski, I knew I wasn't going to die. And it's not even work, but it, just to finish that thought, I knew I wasn't going to die. And as Dallas pointed out, he's like, you've done stuff like that all the time, right? You're You've learned to mountain bike and, and ski and climb, and you know that's something you've done before, right? Been in the deep end, sort of physically in the outdoors. That's not scary. That doesn't count as scary. And he's absolutely right. And that led to this different conversation about how interesting it is that there are certain things that we point at, that we've become good at. Like, for me, doing work in public still has this element of kind of fear and excitement in it, but it's completely fuel at this point. Like I feel that fear and I've trained myself to feel the fear and go, hey, my friend, I'm glad you're back and use it as fuel. Whereas it used to be a big stop sign. And for many people, I've gotten hundreds of emails about this in the last couple of weeks. For many people, it's debilitating stop signs still. So I've managed to turn that fear into fuel. It's still there, but it's fuel. And so I, I like 
feel all proud of myself and can walk around and go, I do scary things, I do scary things. And this conversation with Dallas was really fascinating because it was like, look, I have no problem doing scary things like this, this, and this. And Dallas was saying, yeah, but what about that? Right? And pointing over in a little corner, you know, of something that I'm like, oh, actually, that's really scary. That's really scary. Now, you know, whatever that is, I mean, one of the things I pointed out recently in the episode around what are you hiding from? I got a lot of email about that. What are you hiding from? And it was about it was about me and my experience of constantly needing to be on the information treadmill, right? Have an extra second, boom, hit the, you know, listen to a podcast. Driving in the car, what, with no earphones and no ability to listen to a podcast? Are you crazy? I can't do it, right? And, and that needs unhealthy. And the question I was asking in that podcast is, what are you hiding from? Somebody asked me, like, what are you hiding from? It was actually a therapist. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. What are you hiding from? Maybe that's the scary thing over in the corner that Dallas was pointing at. Because right? I, I am all proud of myself saying, I'm not, I do scary things like this, this, and this. And those things may be terrifying to you. And they used to be for me, and they're not terribly scary. But then there may be this thing over here that's easy for you to do. And I'm like, oh, please, don't ask me to do that. Right? So really my point is the relative nature of fear, the relative nature of scary. And if... I'm going to run around saying I do scary things. I probably got to get clear about the definition. You know, I got to find something that's scary for me and maybe pull on that thread a bit. If it's really scary, I had somebody point this out in an email recently, a reader that was great. You can trust your body, right? Trust how you feel. That thing's really scary. You sit with that fear. In fact, I asked Dallas about something he's experiencing right now, and I asked him, are you scared? And he said, I'm terrified. And I said, what do you do with that? And he said, I just sit with it. Like I just, because I, I can't, it's not going to go away. I can't make it go away. I just sit with it. And that's really fascinating to me. And I'm going to just leave it there. That wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio.